Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of two friends with opinions, theories, and fan casting. This is Geek Speak Last Week! Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Geek Speak last week. I am Ed. This I'm Brian. Brian, the uh, the man. And uh, we are here again to uh, talk about what happened in the world of pop culture geek stuff last week. So this, this week we have a lot to talk about. Uh, there's a good, good amount of stuff that has happened in the last week. So uh, I guess we'll get right into it, Brian. Geek culture is weird that way. We have like droughts and then we have like freaking floods. It's just like I like I know no no pun intended with everything crazy and you know that's going on in the world right now. I you know I was kind of a bad pun. Uh <laughs> uh but um yeah, we got a lot going on right now. Um yeah, I mean both in the news and both with the show. I mean in the last week we were able to kind of get some things rolling. So um, we do now have a new email address. So the, the email address is gslwpod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, we would love it if you guys would shoot us an email with anything, any, you know, feedback, uh, what your thoughts were on certain uh, things that we cover. If you have any recommendations for ideas for shows, anything you guys think, uh, if you guys want to interact with us, we'd love to hear it. Um, we also have a new Facebook page. I'll let Brian explain all the stuff going on with that. Uh, yeah, I had to create uh, kind of two Facebook pages. I wanted to just create a business page, but I also wanted Ed to be able to interact with it. And then I realized Ed does so much already on his own for the show that uh, he shouldn't have to need to do all of that. So um, we both have access to the email address and, uh, using that email address, I created a Facebook page geek speak one word last week. Another word is the profile page. You can go right there and friend and send us a friend request. And in turn, uh, we'll send you an invite for the business page. Um, any thing you guys want to post, uh, geek related, um, we can, see about that. I'm going to be setting it up so that I will uh, see anything there. But uh, otherwise, you can also just message us through uh, either one of those. And uh, we'll get I'll get those and respond as soon as I can. And um, same thing as with the emails, send us uh, show ideas, some feedback. Uh, just let us know that you're listening. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I look forward to the interaction. Um, yeah, I mean, as as we've said in the first episode, that's how you and I came to be friends. That's how we met each other is uh, is things like this. Yeah, because, commenting on a page on a web page. Yeah, so I mean, any anything that you guys have to say, obviously you're the ones listening to this. So you know, and we appreciate every time you guys do listen. So we're we're interested in what you think and and what you guys want to hear. So that's just a bit of the new stuff that we have on our end up front. Um, I, we also have another big piece of news that I'm going to let Brian discuss here. Yeah, well, while doing all of this, uh, um, I came across um, something on um, my uh, 
on, on, on YouTube. I was just messing around on the computer, creating everything. And it's, um, there's, there's, YouTube is just a world of geek shorts. Like, and, and some of them are really, 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 really good. Um, I'm, I'm actually thinking about compiling a list of some of the best ones that I've seen online. Um, Cause I've seen some really, really good ones and there's several that come to mind and some of them end up leading into bigger things. Um, I have mentioned this one, this one gentleman, uh, Christian Howard once before uh, he played Ken in street fighter assassins fist. Um, however, he's been doing some other things since then um, with a gentleman named, I believe it was uh, his last name is Josh. His name is Josh. Maybe. Um, I'm going to double check that, um, but they are working on a short for Iron Fist. So I get my wish of Christian Howard playing Iron Fist. Yeah, we just brought it up a few episodes ago. So yeah, exactly. And it's uh, but it's uh, we'll get into it another uh, later on in the show. But they're making this short, and uh, I saw it. I saw the, the trailer for it and the behind the scenes and. I commented on it, you know, because I'm a real big fan of what the source material is, not just Iron Fish, this specific run they're working on. And the guy commented back and it wasn't simply, oh, thanks for, you know, thanks for the praise, blah, blah, blah. He commented with such fervor with the exact same amount of love for this run that I did. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to shoot my shot, man. I'm I'm, going to try this. I'm going to see what we could do. And I sent him an Instagram message asking if he would be willing to do an interview. And a dude said he'd be definitely down to chat. So I don't know when this is coming. Um, yeah, we'll still definitely in the keep middle everybody working posted this out. As, as, as we get more information on it. Yeah, but. you can check out that Facebook page because I will definitely be posting the information on there about that um, when, it, when, I, when I get it. But yeah, so that is, that is in the works. I might be introdu- um, interviewing. I don't care who I interview for this in the, that's involved with it. I just... It looks really good, and I I I I couldn't wait to 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 see it. Let alone now, I can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah, and I, I guess talking to another person that has such love for that specific character and, like you said, that specific run will be, you know, uh, really something that I would personally want to hear. And I'm I'm the one doing the show, but I want to hear it, and I know you want to hear what the guy has to say and. Everybody who, you know, listens to our show, I'm sure will definitely want to check it out. So it'll be something as as time goes on, we'll we'll have more information definitely on the Facebook page. Um, and we'll also update you guys every week as we go here with the maybe not every week as we get more information on the show here. We'll, we'll let you guys know what's coming down the pike. So that's big news for us. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully this leads to them doing more stuff with Christian Howard in that role. Well, well, here's the thing. I, uh, when I went to the, to their YouTube, I mean, I mean, I may as well just talk about the short and, and them right now. The name of the company yeah. is rogue origins, uh, rogue origin pictures. And the thing is, is that I, I'd never heard of them. And like I said, I've seen a bunch of shorts before. I I'm mad because I saw the trailer for, the, it's called Immortal 65, and it's based on the Matt Fraction Immortal Iron Fist run, where, in my personal opinion, he basically revitalized that character. He created a whole new set of lore and backstory that has just literally been built upon by other writers 
sin and artists since then. Um, one of my favorites is Carrie Andrews. He also worked on it as well. Um, and uh, the run has just been fantastic. So them working on this is just great. It's actually about um, the previous Iron Fist, whose name was actually Orson Randall. And he actually stole a book called The Book of Iron Fist, which has all of the secrets of the Iron Fist from Kunlun, which is the mystical city in the mountains, and went on the run um, because he didn't want to just be their weapon. And while he's, and this happens, and this is in like the 1930s and whatnot. Um, so while he's on the run, he gets on these, he ends up going on these crazy pulp adventures. Meanwhile, all the other, uh, the, there are, this is part of the lore they created for this. So there are seven capital cities and each, each city has its own champion. Iron Fist is just one of seven. Okay. And so these cities are sending out assassins and whatnot to try and bring Iron Fist back. Okay. And that's what we're going to be seeing. Like one of these encounters is that's what we're going to see in one of the shorts. And one of the things that they did that was so cool in the comic was they like when he would use the Iron Fist, his whole arm would glow and you could see his bones with inside his arm as the fist was glowing and whatnot. And they have replicated this look awesome. <laughs> on and whatnot. And it's just... There's just so many cool little things. But when I went looking into the, the company, come to find out they've done like five shorts and I had no idea. And they have a trailer and like th their whole thing is, is they basically just do geek stuff and bring it to life. And Christian Howard's been in, in like two or three of them. Oh, okay. Like, and and um and like the one one of the ones that I watched was one for a video game called Fatal Fury. Uh, Mark of the Wolf, and he actually plays the older version of Andy Bo uh, um, of Terry Bogard, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that that's very cool." And then um, the di the director was playing uh, the character named Rock Howard. They've also done a Street Fighter one. They've done a Naruto one. They've done a Cowboy Bebop one. I'm like, "Damn, how did I miss all of these?" Hmm. And and I just watched the trailers, and the trailers look pretty good for each one. And I'm like, "Okay." Okay, but it looks like with each consecutive one, they have upped their game. And Immortal 65 looks like the top of their game right now. And I'm like, I can't. So that's great. So yeah, that, that's the thing. Like some of these guys who do these shorts and stuff like that, they're already not all of them, but some of them are already involved in some form or fashion in the industry. And when they get the chance to do these just fan films, that could lead to something down the line, which hopefully this this does for these guys, because obviously they are super into the characters and super into the mythos. So hopefully that can uh, that can. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they end up with the treat same old the same kind of treatment that uh, the people over at. Um, uh, Bat in the Sun. Bat, yeah, Bat in the Sun. That's what I was. Yeah, gonna say. that's probably the one that I know the best. Yeah, and they do some really top notch stuff there. So and and it all started from the superpower <laughs> beatdowns. Yes, which like are also they basically phenomenal. yeah, those are really good. And then like they've gotten so much better over time, like the costuming, the sets, the you know, even like even the acting in general. And then they yeah. like get people that actually fit the parts so well, and that has turned into them doing a bunch of short films. Right. And like right now they're working on one, a, a, a Power Ranger one, 
with uh, uh, with um, what's his name? The, the, the Green Ranger. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's they're doing a they're doing a something special with him right now. And, it, and I'm like, cool. Very cool. Because he's already they've already worked with him in the past. So, yeah, it'll be it'll definitely be interesting to see where this guy this takes these guys and. Hopefully we get a chance to speak. They with said David Frank. Frank. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, and I, I knew your, I knew the name. I it was just in the back of my head. I couldn't pull it. See, see, see. Actually, he was in another short. Uh, that he was in another really good, in my opinion, really really good, uh, web series that was done based on comic books. He was in, um, he was in Ninjak versus the, um, the Valiant Universe. Yes, and I remember that, that was a yeah. phenomenal series, web series. Yeah, and that he was played really cool. Deadshot. I mean, yeah. yeah, he played Bloodshot, excuse me. And his Bloodshot was far and away better than for him the Vin Diesel movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, that, like that, that whole movie, series I, was far and away better than that whole I don't movie. even I don't even consider that Bloodshot movie a really Bloodshot movie. No. I mean? and, 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 and and that's what I'm saying. It's just so like I'm really hoping that like these guys can get seen and and get something really made out of it. Cause that's what happened when Christian Howard did Christian Howard and Joey Anson did Street Fighter Legacy. And right. That five minute short turned into Assassin's Fist. Yeah. Well, so, I guess we'll we'll have to keep uh, keep an eye on this, and like we said, we'll I'll keep we'll everybody update everybody as on that Facebook page. <clears throat> um, on the same kind of uh, note here, we had a new just today a new promo released for the Shang Chi movie that's coming out. Um, it basically plays over the. DJ Snake song Run It. Yeah. Which it was, I'll tell you what, this may be the most excited. This this one promo made me the most excited for what's to come. It shows a lot more of the martial arts action. It gives you a little bit better idea of what the tone of the film is going to be. And I am all for this. I can't wait. I am so stoked to watch this movie. Like yeah. I I really, I, I like, I, I grew up watching martial arts flicks. I am all about that aspect of it. I grew up reading comic books, so I'm all about that aspect of it. And you just put the two together and put it on screen, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm, I'm yeah, really gonna I, lose my mind. That's, that's, yeah. I saw the new, the new promo was released, and this was right around the same time that I saw that the um, Spider-Man Far No No Way Home trailer was uh coming out but then it was just a i guess the studio kind of shut it down so i was like oh man i thought that was coming too I, I got really really excited about that but either way really really good promo for it shang chi's it'll, it'll be out within a week right it'll yeah i'm so i'm friday so i am so pumped for this so, pumped. so can't can't wait for that and then um I also saw today that there was a first look at the Netflix's live action adaptation of Be- Cowboy Bebop, which I've already said on the show, I'm not a huge anime guy, but that's one of the titles that I know and one of the titles that I've like looked up just to see what it was about. Um, as far as the picture of the three main characters, looks spot on and yeah. really well cast as well. I loved that show. So when they first cast it, I was like, they're all right. I need to see what they look like in, you know, costume, but they, yeah. they, they sound, they, you know, they look like they would work. And I saw the pictures. I was like, yeah, it gave me my man Spike with his headphones on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, I'm good. The, you, you, you attention to detail. And that suit looks perfect. And jet black. 
perfect. And they didn't overset and they didn't try to oversexualize Faye. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. I am so happy that they also went with a, an actress that's they went with an actress. Like they went with someone that's not just some voluptuous sex pot. Right. They went with yep. someone that can actually bring depth to the character as opposed to look at how hot she is all the time. Yeah, I actually forgot that they were even making this. I, I remember hearing the news, I don't know, several months ago or whatever, and just kind of fell off my radar because, again, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the hugest fan of it or anything like that. But then this dropped today, and I looked at the picture. I was like, oh, it looks looks really good. And Netflix, uh, as far as their adaptations, kind of hit or miss. Um, that Jupiter's Legacy uh, was kind of bad. So I guess I guess we'll have to wait and see what they kind of uh, – kind of come up with here i just need I'll, a trailer I just uh, yeah i mean wh- it'll be up to the trailer whether or not i'm going to watch this to be honest yeah, pretty much yeah, again yeah knowing very little about what this show is or what the other show was the anime um it'll be up to basically a trailer and i'll go oh yeah that looks pretty cool i'll watch Think it about, or, it's basically yes. sci. it's it's basically a sci-fi it's basically a sci-fi noir yeah it, it, it really is and 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 the main characters are just what makes it because they are each one of them is very interesting. Right. So. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see what comes next for that. Um, also, earlier in the week, we found out that there's a black care, uh, black canary TV show for HBO Max in the works. Um, yeah, I had it, no idea that that anything like that was even being looked at. And then you said it and I'm like, what? What the hell are you? I really didn't. About? Think I was like, it, I know. I really didn't think that would actually, happen. And then when you actually said that it actually had, um, 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 wow, I'm, what's her, um, what's her name from Birds of Prey? Yeah, uh, the the main Journey Smollett. Journey Smollett, thank you. Yeah, so when oh, I God. found out it was actually her being her. her her coming back in the role, I mean, they didn't give her too much to do in that movie. They really did, honest. But she was good in it. She looked the part. She was fine. And she's I, a good actress if she's yes. given some material. So and 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 then come to find out she's working with someone she's already worked with before. So she's already got a good relationship. The the yes. the uh the director of um of Lovecraft Country is yeah, gonna be so working she, on that. She's gonna be involved in it as well. So I'm kind of excited. I mean, it seems like they may be able to do what the proper movies should be able to do which is make good content of these characters on the hbo max because Mm -hmm. with the batgirl thing that's coming out i'm excited for that this and i think that they're probably going to try to cross them over as well it's it seems like that might be that would be the smart thing to do yes it would um but then again we're talking about DC here, so smart isn't really the, always the way to go. But yep. I think it could work um, if that's what they are planning on doing. And and the thing that I thought was interesting about this uh, this news was the I don't know if it was the writer or the director uh, sent out a tweet, basically saying having a green heart, uh, all emojis, a green heart emoji, a dragon emoji, a woman in a gi, like a, a karate gi mm-hmm. emoji. And what did I say the other one was? There was another one. There was like a fourth a one. A dragon. The, yeah, the dragon, the green heart, the woman in the gi. And there was like one other thing. And it was just basically setting up the fact that they plan on bringing these characters, 
Green Arrow, uh, excuse me, Green Arrow is probably going to make an appearance at some point. Oh, the Tiger was the other one. Bronze Tiger may end up being in the show. Um, what's his Richard name? Dragon. Richard Dragon and um, Lady Shiva. So now, now listen. With what they did with Soul of the Dragon and the way that Black Canary is always portrayed as an expert martial artist, mm-hmm. I really feel like if they're going to do this Black Canary thing, they're going to have to swing, and, and they're, they're teasing all these characters, they're going to swing it in a martial arts feel. Like maybe she actually studied under Richard Dragon. Hopefully. I mean, and then that's would, what, and that's, and that's what brings her in. And we're not, we probably won't get a, a heroic Shiva if that's the case. We're probably going to get a villainous Shiva if, if we're going to go either down. that or right on the line. You know what I mean? Where she, yeah. he's evil, but you, there's a, a hint of good in her, and she ends up down the line becoming more of a hero. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, again, she had hardly anything to do in the Birds of Prey movie, but at the same time they they left the possibility of having her and her background be explored more because they do mention her mother in the movie they do mention you know she does have martial arts scenes in the movie where you're like oh why would a singer in a nightclub mm-hmm. be able to do this stuff so i'm excited to see where it goes uh, hopefully it's a dc project so hopefully it'll it'll be good um but other than that there's not too much else to go on um, I guess we'll just wait for more information to come out. Um, another thing that we were finally able to see this week was, uh, what if episode two, oh, which may be the greatest thing I've seen in so a long good. while. I mean, that first episode was good. The second episode was phenomenal so much so that I watched it and immediately rewatched it right after I watched it the first time. It- it hit a little different because you know we will never get this again. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this was so good. Like I couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. Like I literally great. from the moment of the opening, like I couldn't stop smiling. And as and and here's the thing. Spoilers, people. As good as Chadwick Boseman is in this, he really is amazing because it's just a complete different character than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Gone is the stoicism of T'Challa and replaced by just this relaxed, just cool guy demeanor. But that's that that would and that was great. I think one of my favorite things other than that, though, had to be Jaiman Hansu as Korath. He was great. He was one of my I, one of the hot spotlights in the, the episode. It was he was really really good. I needed I need video of him in the, the recording booth. Like I need <laughs> to see him doing this because where Korath was such a just uh, a flat you know straight character. And honestly, he was honestly, just a, he he, was just it was a, a complete waste, that fanboy. Was a waste of Jaiman Hansu. Honestly. Yes, he was. He was. It, it, it was. Even was in, bo- in, 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 in both movies, in that and in in, yes. in, in, in in Captain Marvel. But in 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 this, he's he gets to play like the the, the super fanboy, and it's so fucking hilarious. Yeah, and he's just really so good. good. Oh my god, just like classic Star Lord. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, 
what? We're basically best friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Uh, dude, it was so, so good. It was so good. Like everything about that was just, just expectation subversion after expectation subversion. It was just, it was just so good like that. And then Thanos and then I just, uh, just, uh. just the, the opening of, you know, what happens in, in guardians and you're waiting for him to be like, who, who are you? And him going, Star Lord. Oh my God, that's Star Lord, guys. Look. Yeah, exactly. Like, you guys put your guns down. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was great. I, I honestly, I love that. The Thanos twist was fantastic. I mean, they obviously did a little bit of course correcting because after the movies had come out, everybody went, Well, why didn't he just make twice as much resources? And yes, that makes sense. But in the, what they were doing for the story, I understand why they did what they did, but this allows you to make those comments and be like, well, why didn't he just do this? And then they answer it and then they go, yeah, he did in this reality. He simply was told that he could do it another way. And he went, oh yeah, that'll work too. And the fact that somebody as persuasive and I mean, anybody who comes in contact with T'Challa in both the movie and this you want to follow the guy because he's altruistic and he is somebody yes. that you can follow. Um, yes. So the fact that Thanos would be swayed by such a guy as T'Challa makes a hundred percent, you know, it, it, it's, it makes so much sense. And you're like, yes, only a guy like T'Challa, because as they say in the end of the episode, you'd be the same in any, you'd have the same personality and the same, way to gain respect from everyone in any world. So yep. that made complete sense. I love that Thanos wasn't just begrudgingly there. He was hundred percent behind him. And oh, yeah. uh, it, it was just fantastic the way that they did that. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just the fact that like by the end, like it, it comes full circle cause he goes home and he has both his new, he has his new family with his old family and, and everybody's just getting along and you're just like, this is insane. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's a visual you never thought you would see, but by the end of that episode, it made perfect sense. Like the way they told the story it none of it was just, the only thing that like threw me off was just like when they were fighting the big bad and he like have reveals his little weapon cache and you're just like, but why does he have those? Yeah, and, and, and you're that's, just like, what happened? And then you're like, well, but what happened to the planet? But otherwise, you're like, well, they never really needed Avengers. Yeah, exactly. And that's also so, it's also one of those things where they did that probably pur purposely, so people go, well, why does he have that? And then they could explore that later. So, yes, it was fantastic. I mean, the fact that they made the collector into a badass seemed like almost an impossible feat before this but yeah. there he was and he was very well done and oh yeah um you know the fact that if there was somebody like thanos who was you know in charge of the universe and their total you know a despot and he was taken out of the equation somebody would fill that power vacuum so yeah. why not the collector that makes sense you know yeah. um yeah, I really I really enjoyed everything that they did with the episode. The 
end of the episode where we get Ego uh, meeting um, Peter Quill. That was really well done. Um, just the fact that Kurt Russell's back made me happy because I, I love him. And the fact that they could go and show you what possibly happens later with those characters, all these things that they're dropping in to say, yeah, we could eventually get back to this and maybe one day they will. Cause obviously the show is doing tremendously well. And so I know, knows? and I do know that we, like I said, we get, we have at least three more episodes with Chadwick Boseman. And I, and I still stand by this, this theory that we're going to get certain characters all crossing over. Like, I feel like we're going to get T'Challa, Star-Lord, Captain Carter, and um, a version of Doctor Strange right. all together. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the the tribute at the end was really touching. I mean, I yeah. I, I filled up. I, I It really hit me. And just the, the subtle things in the... And they do it in all their, all their stuff. But just the subtle drops of music where they're playing the tribal drums and they're playing. Yes. I was just like, man, and I'm, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it just now. It's just like, like when he finds the, when he finds the, the, the Wakandan ship, it was, yeah. Yeah. That's when they first throw that drop in there. So good. Um, even the, uh, I think it's the um, guardians uh, music comes when Yandu comes to help him fight mm-hmm. the, uh, the collector. And I'm like, that's why, and again, it should be easy. Everybody should be doing it, but you know, not all the companies are because they're not as smart. But that's how you do it. That's how you evoke emotion. That's how you get your your viewers interested and and keep them locked in. Because I mean, I couldn't look away. Like I said, I watched it directly after I watched it. I rewatched and, it again. And the um, fact that it still had that similar away with that character with Yondu. Okay. Yeah. Because it, it it you would think that like yeah, they they have that great relationship and everything else, but then there's that moment where things could fracture and it still ends up in the end working out the same in this in that same fashion, thankfully without having to lose him. <laughs> and and it, it, I, I don't think I could have lived through losing Yondu again. Yeah, it just shows what a morally he's just such a I can't even put it into words. T'Challa is the heart and soul of the Marvel Universe, in my opinion. And it's terrible that Chadwick Boseman won't be back to reprise the role. Um, But he's just somebody who he's so honorable. And the fact that he doesn't he's hurt. And he's upset by the fact that that this happened, but he forgives him almost yes. immediately. Yes. Um, he's just a, a, a character of of love and understanding. And even the end of the first film, they dive into that with the, the Bridges speech that he gives. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that they built such a great character and the comics have as well. Um, but in the in the movies, they've just built this character that's just so true. And um, it's a real bummer that he's not going to be coming back. I mean, more I mean, than a bummer. In, I mean, it's it's devastating, honestly. But even in Civil War, his character yeah. had that. And, and and you know, there's and you saying that he's the heart of the MCU like that. It's it's funny because there's so many people that were, no, no, Tony Stark is the heart of the MCU. I was like, no, 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 no. I get that. I understand that. 
That is a that is a valid statement. But I feel like I feel like where Tony could be or Steve um could be. I feel like T'Challa was the epitome of what both of those stood, both of those characters. Stood he, he has the best of both of them. Exactly. Is, exactly. Yes. Exactly. He is the, he is the inventor. He, but he's also a man of just uncompromising integrity. He's someone who so cares so much about other people that it just bleeds through him and he will do whatever he has to do to do the right thing. Captain America is like that as well. I just think that he's somebody, not, not that Captain America hasn't said this or hasn't done this in movies, but he wants to, by the end of the first movie, he wants to go out of his bubble, his secure bubble, and help the world. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just want to help his community anymore. He doesn't want to just help his nation. He wants to help the world, the entire world. And that's the whole, that's the whole plot of, you know, the first movie is, yeah, Killmonger wants to help uh, his race, his, his people, his, you know, his nationality. But what what T'Challa in that movie is saying is, no, we're equal. We have to help everyone. It's not just about black people. It's not just about white people. It's about everyone as a collective. We are all people together. And, and we should we, help everyone. And if we are technologically and everything superior, then that is our responsibility to yes. help everybody else get to where we are. Yes. Just a great character all, all around. I mean, and again, I'm I'm like getting upset as we're talking about this because he's not coming back. But it was uh it was a fantastic episode. I can't wait to see more of him in future episodes of the show. Um, I don't know what the next one is going to be yet. I don't know if they released that yet, but uh, I'm excited for it. It's a couple of days away now. Um, with that, we also got a little bit of news about the second Black Panther movie, the Wakanda Forever. Apparently, Ironheart will make her debut in the film, which yes. makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm assuming she'll be introduced as some part of that outreach center that they set up at the end of the first film where Shuri and T'Challa show up and they say they're going to start putting these places, uh, these medical centers and and places where they can help. So I'm Mm -hmm. assuming that that's, they find her and she's just such a, you know, such a genius that she ends up starting to help them, which would make perfect sense. She could actually get her technology um, use her gifts and her intellect along with Wakandan technology to create the iron heart suit makes a lot of sense since Tony, Tony is out of the picture. Although there's still the iron wars show that's coming up, which will delve into that kind of stuff as well. But, um, I think it would make a lot more sense to have her, uh, suit and her, journey begin with Wakandan stuff. That's my thoughts on it. See, I was thinking pretty much the same thing, but I was thinking so that you can somewhat keep the Stark aspect to it. Like she wins some like Stark scholarship that was set up um, after his death and everything um, for, you know, for geniuses, basically to look out for the next Stark. And that puts her on Shuri's radar because 
Shuri now has to step into the Black Panther role. So if they're looking for someone to take over what Shuri was doing, and Shuri likes the fact that this 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 young woman reminds her so much of her and brings her in and helps her. That, that so, would be perfect, actually. That so then, so then when she creates the armor, she creates it in honor of Tony, but using the Wakandan tech. Yep, makes perfect sense. And I could see them 100% going down that that road. That makes that makes complete sense to me. Um, yeah, so my, I'm super excited My brain excited does stuff like that all the time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense, man. Um, another thing that came out this earlier this week was uh, the Eternals came out with a second trailer. That was a good trailer. Really good trailer. It, gave, um, it, it finally gave you a, a feeling of what this movie was not just about, but like what the tone was going to be yes. and what the characters are going to be like. And um, and it didn't give away too much for once. Yeah, I was I was surprised it didn't give away more. Like I was expecting them to show you a cameo. And I was like, thankfully, he didn't. It was it was really well done. They gave you just enough to say, yeah, this is what it's going to be about these are what the characters are and how they, you know, what their personalities are and also what their powers will be. And I really enjoyed the, uh, I guess the, the one thing that stuck out to me the most was how they addressed everybody. As soon as we saw the first trailer was like, well, why didn't they help when Thanos was here? And they say it like in the first line, we were told we can't because if it doesn't have to do a variance, we were told we can't interfere. That's yeah. why, guys. Okay, shut the hell up. Stop complaining. But it made complete sense because otherwise, yes, you would think if they've been around forever, but they're not supposed to interfere. They were told not to interfere. They're, they were genetically built not to interfere. I would more than more than likely bet. Um, and and if they're not having to do, and I have a feeling like the the the. The, the the deviants are going to have to be they're going to have to have a full on connection to um celestials like we can't be involved unless deviants are involved because if deviants are involved and celestials are involved and that's on a level that y'all aren't ready for yeah. you know what i mean and it it now now they're now unfortunately here we are and I, it looks like they're going to once again show us a whole other side to the Marvel, the MCU cosmic world that we had never seen before. Kind of like when they first started really diving into the Infinity Zone stuff. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I took away from this, and it wasn't until I watched it maybe the second or third time, and I've seen that other, other people have uh, made the same uh observation i think that richard madden is going to be a secret bad guy in this movie that's mm. my my thoughts just just from what's happening in the in the trailer mm. it's not overt it doesn't look like he's you know going to do anything but just the fact that he shows up in that first couple of seconds in the trailer talking to salma hayek's character um in that scene, it looks like is when he ends up fighting one of those creatures for the first time. But then in the rest of the film, you don't see Salma Hayek's character. That doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I think that he may have ended up getting the information he needed and then possibly turning on her. 
Um, I hope I, I hope not because that would be a very a huge character deviation for that character. It is, uh, but I also think it might be to subvert people's, you know, expectations because the expectation that I had going in was Druig would end up being the bad guy because right. in, the, in the is his name Druig? I'm right, right? Yeah. In the comic that I read, and I I'm not I don't go deep on these guys. I don't know very much, but I did read the um collected edition of the Eternals uh, run that was maybe five, six years ago. And in that book... What is it? Was that the John... Was that the one that was done by... Uh, uh, J.R. J.R. John yeah, Romita Jr. I have that one. I have That was the Neil Diamond arc. Yes. Yeah, I have that one. And it's a very good book. Um, mm-hmm. It's just... In that book, Druig is basically upset by the fact that they are never able to get the recognition they deserve is what I recall from it. So I was expecting wholeheartedly before we got any information about this, that he would end up being the villain. It looks like he has some villainous tendencies in this, but it doesn't look like he's going to be the all out villain. And I don't think he will be. I mean, look at who the villain was in that book. I I, I didn't see coming. So yeah, they they could do whatever they could do whatever they really want. I mean, and it would and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be bad. It would just be uh, it would be a bit of a shock. But that's Different. not that. Yeah. That's not yeah, and that's not horrible because I to this day I'm still loving what they've done with the Kree and the Skrull. By I mean in the comics yeah. the Kree by no means are like good, but they've been portrayed more good than the Skrull the, have. The Skrull have always been pure. Yeah, just just mm. bad, just yeah. bad. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, and but but in the comics, we kind of fall on either side of the scroll. I mean, of the Cree. Like, literally, one episode, one issue, they can be good. And then, you know, then five, five issues later, they're they're bad or whatever, or it's some faction of the Regardless, they flip the script completely in the MCU, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. It could have, it could have went either way with that, though. I mean, some, yes. sometimes they change things like that, and the fans get totally pissed off. Sometimes, they can change it and it's for the better or it makes more sense. Um, but realistically, I think that um, it, it just made sense for that. I understand. I do have a quick question. You said you said you were worried about a cameo. Are you, were you talking about uh, um, Kit Harrington's character? No, I, I thought they were going to actually put somebody who's already in the in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, I thought they were going to uh, there, uh, which would okay. have really sucked. I mean, okay. I get what you're saying. It, 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 it looks interesting. I'm a little bit more excited for it than I was before. I'll say that. Yeah. It just gives you more information because before it was just a lot of uh, visuals. You didn't really know what was happening. Yep. Um, this gives you a little bit better of an idea of what the story will be, who the characters are, what will happen. And then um, it, I'm excited for it. I can't wait, actually. Um, I guess the other big piece of news that came out uh, in the last week is Anthony Mackie officially signed on for Captain America 4. So that has me super, uh, super happy. I am definitely looking forward to that. Um I, I just, I really just can't, I, I really just can't wait. Uh, I, I love that run in the comics. I'm looking forward to what they do. Um, I, I, 
after Falcon and Winter Soldier, like they they did some things I never expected. So I, I'm looking forward to where they're gonna go with everything. Um, and if they're gonna go the Thunderbolts route there, or are they gonna do that in its own movie or or what? I actually think that would be the smart, you know what? That would actually be the smart thing to do. And, and instead of building towards your your big uh, Kang um, confrontation, well, you should be building towards that, but your first big confrontation for Avengers should be like an Avengers versus Thunderbolts. Yeah, I mean, because even back in the day, we always talked about how we would like to see an Avengers versus the Masters of Evil, um, which now it kind of, it's a little passe. I don't think they would even go that route because not, not enough members of that actual team are in the MCU or have been established in the MCU. Not nor, to say it couldn't happen, but nor would they would it work the way it did back in the in the comic book days. Like right. know, the MCU is a very different beast. Yeah, exactly. Um so yeah, I mean throughout phase four, I'm pretty sure they can keep on introducing characters who can be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um and hopefully we end up getting a Thunderbolts movie eventually because I think that that would be really uh, a cool thing to see. Um, and obviously they're leading to it, U.S. agent and the Black Widow, uh, Yelena Belova character. So hopefully uh, that does come to pass. Um, but I don't know that that's going to be the villain for this next movie. Um, oh, I don't think so. So with that, I mean, we were talking and we were wondering if this is the case and then Anthony Mackie will be Captain America in this next film, who should they cast or who should they put as the villain? And if so, who would be cast as that villain? Um, you first. I, I personally went for villains. I think that with um, Torres being his new uh, red or his new Falcon, I think that that would be a good test for these two new um heroes and going off of what happened in the uh falcon and the winter soldier show i think that the best version of a team for them to go up against would be people who were trying to avenge batrock so i went with batrock's brigade um i think that having these people who have worked closely with Batrock, even though we haven't seen it in the films yet, or, you know, we know that he's a terrorist and we know that he's um, basically been a mercenary for hire, but having people show up who were with him on these old missions and stuff, that would be a cool way to have the new Captain America be tested. Um, And I, from what I read, Swordsman is going to make his appearance, his uh, debut appearance in the Hawkeye series that's coming up. And he was part of the Batrox team back in the day, Batrox Brigade. So I would have him um, leading the team. And I would obviously cast the same guy that they're bringing in, who is Tony Dalton. He's um, in Better Call Saul, if anybody's seen that. Really good actor. Haven't seen what he would be like as Swordsman yet, but I would have him be the leader of that team. Um, And there's one, two, three, four other members that I would put along with him. 
who were also in the comics as part of uh, Batrock's Brigade, uh, starting with uh, Machete, who was basically just a human mercenary. He, he doesn't have any superpowers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would cast Zan McLaren, um, Native American actor who's been in Fargo season two. He was also in Dr. Sleep um, as the uh, sidekick of the main uh, villain, uh, the female villain in that movie. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Just always, not always, usually plays uh, a bad guy and very convincingly um, looks almost identical to the character in the comics and just has that vibe of badass. So I'm, I'm excited. I would be excited to see him take on that role. Um, the other few members of the team that I would round it out with would be uh living laser and just have him basically be, uh, a guy using tech to, to be able to fight against the heroes, not the actual living laser that comes to pass in the comics. Um, Uh maybe set that that up. Isn't it the same dude though? I wasn't at the same dude and then something happened to him and he became no, no. Yeah, he is. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying maybe within the, the uh, course of the movie, they could set up how he does become that, uh, that uh, aspect of the character. But um, the person I picked for him would be uh, Brian Van Holt, who has been in a ton of stuff. Um, probably best known for his role in Cougar town, which was a TV series from a few years ago. But he's always good. He's got that classic uh, superhero jaw. He was actually a guy I had on my short list before they cast Captain America back in the day. Um, Mm. He just has that all-American look, but he could also come off as a a bad guy. He's been been a bad guy in a few things. He was in the movie um, House of Wax back in the day. Just Just a really cool actor. I like him a lot. Um, I would also put Porcupine on the team. Silly. He's a silly character, but done well, done the the Marvel way. He could be imposing. And I think that if you were to just use their alter ego names, not their superhero names, maybe, you know, maybe make an allusion to it. um, I think that it could work. And uh, the guy I put on for him would be Garrett Dillahunt who I've liked him in a lot of things. He's probably best known, again, in another uh, sitcom, uh, Raising Hope, where he plays a silly character. But he's been in movies where he plays a badass, and he was in um, the show about the mutants in the um, on Fox, and he played like a, uh, a mutant hunter. And he was very good in that, the gift that he was in. Um, so I w- mm. that would be my pick for Porcupine. And then to round out the team, I had uh, Whirlwind, who is he's as much a Captain America villain as he is a uh, Iron Man villain. But he was also right. in Batrock's Brigade. Um, and for that, I went with Omari Hardwick. Uh, he's just a guy I've always wanted them like to cast him. as some somebody eventually um he was in the show power he's he was in uh kick ass as the cop he was in, in uh, army of the dead 
Yes, that's that's what he was most recently in. You're correct. Um, but yeah, just physically imposing guy. He's in great shape. He doesn't look like the character. The character is white in the comics, but I think that he would be a good uh, inclusion. So I, that would be my team. And basically, they'd be trying to get revenge for what happened to Batrock while also possibly working for another entity. Um, possibly aim or something like that to, to take down the team of Torres and the new captain America. So that would be my pick. Who do you have? Um, well, I went a different direction. Um, I was a little inspired by the Falcon and the winter soldier show. Um, and the flag smashers mm -hmm. and the whole power broker thing and how my stuff never panned my ideas never panned out for that and i still kind of want them to yeah so my whole thing was that um um as cool but messed up as it would be to have um um sharon carter be uh the power broker she's not um what I went with was I started mixing some stories. So in the comics, um, when Captain America dies, she shot, he's shot by Sharon Carter, right? Yeah. Well, we can't have that no more. But in, in that happening, he was, she was actually brainwashed by Dr. Faustus. So what I have is that Faustus actually got a hold of Sharon Carter and brainwashed her into thinking that she is the power broker. She's not. He and Arnim Zola are the real power broker. Where Faustus is technically the face, or where Sharon Carter is technically the face, he would be the what people think of as the real power broker. Um, they also have another associate named Calvin Zabo, who is the person who is working, who's working on their new version of their um, super soldier serum that they can pump out and send out to people. So Zabo's not as smart as the dude that was able to recreate the one they had from the show. So Zabo ends up creating one that instead of keeping them in, you know, his ends up hulking people out. Um, and he has been given his own, ver he's been made to take his own version. And I have, Calvin Zabo, a.k.a. Mr. Hyde, played by Lee Schreiber. Oh, I like that. That's cool. And um, their, first, their first perfect creation ends up being someone um, ends up being someone that they can, well, not perfect, but someone that they can use um, sort of as an actual anti-cat. They take the whole flag smasher name and they actually create the flag smasher character. Right. Um, and I'd have that be played by um, a, a martial artist stuntman named Alan Moosey. Okay. Yeah. I He's, know who he is. Yeah. He just did the new kickboxer films. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my, I have that as the flag smasher. And then we'd have uh, what's his name returning as Arnim Zola. But now we actually get him in the robotic body. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, I've been waiting for that to happen for, you know, several projects now. So, yep. Um, but because I don't think in small terms and in, in one movie terms, 
So that is happening, but something else is cropping up within the country because um because that that would be the kind of stuff that we he would be dealing with outside of America. You and Rion, I had playing King Cobra as the leader of the Serpent Society. And okay. the Serpent Society in my version is actually sort of well, it's Hydra Reborn, but as something completely different. They're still but they're 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 doing it by any means possible. And in doing so, he's decided to turn the world or turn parts of the country against Captain. And he's created the hate mongers. Okay. So think of the hate mongers as like the flag smashers, but except it being except instead of it being about the whole borders thing, they are literally just racist, just just ever just as the as far as you can go, that's mm-hmm. what they are. They and they embody and they these these their their sex are popping up all over the fucking country. Okay. And that's what I and that's what I would have the movie be about is like I would have you and like you said, him and his and his falcon. Go, that would be their task is then going around the world trying to figure out why are these why are these these groups starting how are um, well not around the yeah around the country how are they starting who's starting them and what the heck is going on exactly and right. what it, what they would find out is it would lead back to the serpent society and then we would find out that the serpent society themselves are covertly working for the power broker and their people to just undermine everything else that's going to make things harder for cap and what's and and everything else so i was like so it's it's sort of like a multifaceted thing where we would we would see the other things going on in the background but they wouldn't necessarily be connecting fully to what's going on like we would know that the power broker zola and hyde are in charge we would know that they are giving them some of the hate mongers some of the 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 the, the Zabo drug to to make them super strong and they are ordered to fight against Cap and, and whatever. But other than that, we don't know why they're trying to help King Cobra and the Serpent Society do this to the country. Right. It's other than just them making some money. Yeah, and destabilizing exactly. The but there is a bigger picture. And we just haven't figured out what we don't know exactly what that is. And then the final straw would be meeting uh would be um uh meeting um the great great granddaughter of the red skull sin um aubrey plaza oh okay i'd have aubrey plaza play really yeah Hmm. because it's against type yeah and but she played crazy really well in that show Okay. Yeah, I so, I think I watched one episode and I was not interested. Yeah. So, it would be a very different it would it would be it would be crazy scary. It it, it would be, you know, so not only is she a full-on believer in Nazi beliefs and 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 Hydra and all of that, but she's also fucking crazy. Yeah, that's a lot going on in one movie, man. No, I know no, 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 but that's not for other stuff, but yeah, but that's why I wouldn't have it all be like literally, <laughs> like literally, when you see something, you would literally see the all half of that stuff would be like the, the end reveal. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it would be a call from from King Cobra 
to uh to the the power broker and whatnot you found but like and like there were calls throughout the movie to the power and we've seen sharon carter because she's the face you know what i mean that but, that reveal didn't work for me at all but that, and that's why i'm that's why i'm putting up my idea no, i mean it makes a, it didn't work it didn't work it works better either. than what they did because I, I don't i still don't even believe even though like they gave us that fake reveal at the end I still don't think that she's the power broker. I no, think, I think she's, she's working for the power broker. Out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, she's either undercover or she's wor- she's actually working for. And if she's actually working for, then like y'all better write a really good story as to why she decided. Like, I, I get she got left in the wind, but that to me never sat. That to no. me, that wasn't in the job that she was in. She mm-hmm. was a shield agent for right. God's sakes. Like, that is like part of your job description. If shit goes down, we know nothing. Yeah, exactly. You yep. get left in the wind. I, I I get the whole y'all got pardoned. I didn't get pardoned. Shit. I understand that to a point, but again, job description. Yeah, right. You have to kind of see that coming. Yeah. So yeah. That that's what it never worked for me in in the show. Like it's one of the one things where I was like, man, I don't think that that's right. You know what I mean? Anyway, anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, again, we oh, don't know what this new movie is going to be about. We have no. I did forget. I did have, um, I had Brian Cox as Dr. Foster's. Oh, okay. I would like that. I like Brian Fox. But I was thinking as you were saying these things, and I know that they change things around, and I don't think it's even canon anymore, but both of those characters, um, Zebo and, um, or, what is his name? Zorba, whatever his name is. Yeah, Zabo and Zabo um, and Faustus, Faustus have both, both been on. in uh, the Shield yep. TV show. Yep. Um, so again, it's not officially "quote unquote" canon, but they've it's both not. been in there before. So, um, and that was a whole long. I don't even think they knew that he was supposed to be Zabo, Calvin Zabo, at all until they finally were like, "Well, who are we going to make this guy? We have to make him somebody." Um, that's when I was actually watching that show. And then when that was the reveal, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. I think they just made this shit up and then on the spot. Um, Faustus was always part of their plan because he was introduced as Dr. Faustus. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, no, it was malice. It was malice. It was Dr. Malice that was on there. Carl Malice. No, but Faustus was in the the reveal as being in the past. Oh, okay. I forgot. Okay, I forgot about. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Um, they they threw a lot of people in there who, quite honestly, they were kind of throwaways. Um, so the Wizard, fact that Graviton. They, yeah, and I mean, even uh, who who else was who was the other person that was in there? And I was like, wow, they just kind of threw them out of Deathlock, there. Patriot, Deathlock. That's I was like, wow, they just threw Deathlock like, they and they're never going to do anything again with them. But nope. it was. It was cool, but it was one of those um, <laughs> it was one of those Smallville kind of things where I was like, oh, okay, we get that one shot of having like an exo or that like a uh, X-ray vision of seeing him his skull with the metal parts and stuff, and then never again. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that kind of sucked. But again, I they're saying that none of that's canon anymore, so I guess everything's open. All these characters are still on the table for us. And that's the only reason why I did it, because I did know I was aware that, you know, that Faustus was I, I was. Well, I forgot, but I was aware that Zabo was on there. Yeah, I was fully aware of that one. I actually was going to do Alexander Lukin, but then I was like, nah, because we already had the Pierce. 
character, which was a lot like that character, except, right. you know, different. And then I was like, I could connect it. And I'm like, nah, don't let's not go down that road. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess those are our picks for who we would like to play uh, the villains in the next um, next movie for Cap. Uh, again, if you guys have thoughts or, you know, theories or castings for the next Cap movie, send us an email. That's uh, gslwpod at gmail.com or hit the uh, Facebook up and let us know what you guys think. That's Geek Speak, one word, last week, one word. And uh, just let us know what you guys think on that stuff. Or if you have anything else that you want to try to contribute, um, we're going to be checking this stuff. And again, we want to hear what you guys have to say. I'm, I'm so happy that you guys do tune in and listen to our stuff. So we want to hear what you think as well. So, um, yeah, definitely send us an email. Send us uh, some words on on the uh, Facebook page and let us know. Yeah, go check out that uh, check out Rogue Origin Films over on YouTube. Check yeah. out some of those shorts for them. Yeah, they sound like they're doing really good stuff over there. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about last week. And thank you very much, guys, for listening.